My name is Danny, and I play in a band called Output 111. Cold Waves of Comfort was the name of an album that I had worked on for the past three or four years.
yeah, I want to start off with uh, just how you guys started playing together. Um, well, so we're all from different bands originally. Um, and we're a quarantine band. It's kind of like how it happened. All of our bandmates were scattered um, across the country and we were, we were all friends, I would say. We were friends from, Dom and I had like played some shows together yeah. with our separate bands. <clears throat> we were on some of the same bills. Um, but yeah, when when quarantine was happening, we all kind of like didn't have an outlet. We just wanted to play. Yeah. We, all, we just couldn't. So we're like, we let's just get together. <laughs> yeah. And it was very laxed, very low key. And we were like, maybe nothing will come out of this. It'll be really bad. It was like, just for fun. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was for fun. And then like we wrote a song. Like, and then we were like, oh shit, we should write another one. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you know, we had a whole record and uh, now we're playing some crazy shows and it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the stuff I found on your, um, your Instagram that I thought was the coolest were the shows in um, basketball courts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the music video? Uh, this wasn't the music video. This was just like... Um, oh, no, like yeah. It was, basketball recent. Court. it was Maria Hernandez. Oh, yeah. The yeah, park yeah, one. Yeah. That one was cool. It was very sick. Yeah, I like that. Also, because I've walked through that park a gazillion times and I never knew that there was like a, like some sort of a stage situation. Right. I've never seen anyone before. Never. never. And then I, they were like, do you guys want to play? And we're like, yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's <laughs> Yeah. It was very hot. I also thought it would be like an acoustic situation. I was like, fuck, like, I don't know if we're Joni Mitchell enough to pull this off. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the deal is going to be, but yeah, it was just fun. Did you ever have an opportunity to just play your songs as they're recorded, but on acoustic instruments? I like would love to see what happened if we did that. No, we've never gotten to do that before, but I would really love to see what that did to them. Yeah, uh, it would be weird, but I'd be, <laughs> I'd be down to try it. I don't know if that would really slow it down a little. No, we just played the exact same way. <laughs> yeah, we we have a guy here in uh, Toronto, like one of the uh, subway buskers. There's like a program that the city has on. And there's a guy at um, like Young and Dundas is this kind of entertainment and shopping center uh, subway station. So if you go in one direction, you're in this major mall, another one a movie theater, another one you're at the uh, the liquor store. Oh, and there's yeah. this old dude with a guitar that we don't know has ever been in tune. And he's just <laughs> slamming away at all of his six strings, occasionally just sliding up and down the neck and wailing. Whoa. I think they're love songs because I can occasionally <laughs> hear you. Holy shit. Like, I can't be sure. Dude, let's go. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I, I would love this. to go to Toronto. Like I've it. never been. Where's Caleb from Canada? Uh, our keyboardist is from Canada. Oh yeah, where? Yeah, that's great question, Don. Why? Because I'm supposed to. Oh yeah, you are supposed to know. They dated, so it's just funny. Um, but yeah, no, you should know way harder than me. But I feel like it's out. It's like outside. Oh, Alberta. There it is. Alberta. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I have no experience with Alberta. I know they have a great punk scene, or at least had one in the last like ten or fifteen years. That makes sense for her. I think she was there when she was a kid. I wish she was here to tell you her own story. Let's just keep telling her story <laughs> <laughs> without her. I, that could be fun. I went to, oh God, Stratford uh, for a Shakespeare festival when I was in high school. It was Yeah, I did that too. You did that too? Yeah. Looks like, I, I think it was like a two hour bus ride from my school. But yeah, Stratford is the uh, the Shakespeare amusement park of Ontario. I had a great time. Yeah. I, I got, I got Shakespeare like, I got amusement park? Yeah, dude. It's extremely lit. Hi, Dan. It's extremely lit. I got a t-shirt that's like one of one of Shakespeare's best stage directions that says like exit pursued by a bear. I still have it. Oh, Winter's Tale. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Third wheel. I don't know anything about Shakespeare. God, you should just leave, man. I don't know. It's a nightmare. It's 
all of our music is actually inspired by <laughs> Shakespeare. Shakespeare rules that silly shows. Got away with the words. <laughs> I'm glad we covered Shakespeare. <laughs> we should move on to another writer. You said you had an album out, or is it uh, a double and a new single that came out earlier this year? That, that's what we have out now. We just recorded a record. So we're, oh, it's, it, we just finished mastering it, basically. So we, we might do some, some, we might remaster a couple of things, but we're, we're near the end of our process with this record, with this first record. Is it self-released? Or are you guys doing it through a, a label or some, some sort of form of support? Well, that's the part that we, we have all the stuff and we're we like, have, what do we do now? We can't decide if that's, I mean, like, I think, I think my, my gut with it is more to, is just a self-release this one, but yeah, I mean, we'll I see like how it goes. Release. Yeah. We'll see how or, it goes. Well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's all done. And I think we're, we're pretty happy with what we have now and it's it's also because we haven't released it we've just been playing all these shows it's like we're we've already been you know peddling this set around town now it feels like for the past like couple months yeah and it's only been a handful of shows for the fresh faces too, yeah so. oh nice were, were any of the tracks on the uh the frequency set yes yeah yeah yes a bunch of them nice yeah, yeah. yeah. just a couple of groups. i mean i i'm partial to crazy because crazy is the one that has that um it has that like little little conversational exchange at the very end of the track, right? Yes, which I think is what we decided we're going to keep throughout our record when we release it and call it like locker talk. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's I think it's just it just wound up becoming a part of it because the, the the engineer put that in there. Like he just kept it in and we were like, okay. yeah, you yeah, yeah, well, it's yeah. all of us screaming at each other, but we wound up, we were like, okay, like, and we were, I was talking in a Southern accent to all of you guys <laughs> and he just like kept that in there. I'm really glad that he didn't use the monologue that I had alone. Oh yeah, there's a lot of wow. there's a lot of yeah. B-roll. There was a lot of B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> you remember any of it? Oh God. I covered a lot of middle school in that in the vocal booth alone because we were just testing out levels, but they didn't tell me when they were done. They were like, just keep talking. It was like 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> it was it was the best standard routine I've ever heard. Thank you so much. I came out um okay with a lot of stuff that I haven't processed. <laughs> Therapizing yourself. Yeah. I only need me. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. And my therapist, Andrea. She's great. Shout out, Andrea. Shout out, Andrea. Yeah, we'll link her in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, this is going to cost you extra. Hardcore insurance does not cover this. <laughs> uh, did you guys get the, the link that I sent last night? Yes. Were you yeah. able to check it? Yeah. What were your thoughts? It was cool. I was like, this is, this is very cinematic. It was like, what was brought to my mind? I was like, wow. Yeah. I love long droney shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I was having a blast and then, you know, the drums come in and then the choir comes in and then the drums come back. I liked it a lot. We listened to it a few times. We get cinematic a lot. Um, I think because I tend to mix vocals down quite a bit and like scatter them with delay. <laughs> yeah i know i hate my own voice so i that, you know, that's why i launched my own podcast and just... <laughs> yeah um that like this the centerpiece the one that has the kind of echoey vocals 
Yeah, yeah. That was from a series of demos that we used to base each uh, musical episode off of for this show. So we have like 12 to 14 demos that I had been working on since about 2017. Wow. Um, I think I spent like two years like fussing over like my own protectiveness and mm -hmm. trying to get the right sound or the right vocals uh, with like really shitty recording equipment and a piano that's not really in tune. <laughs> but I, I don't really know how to play like I'm a very rudimentary uh, piano player What's wrong with that no yeah Actually, it was, it was probably, it's cool I want to I'm going to check out more oh cool thanks for telling your buddies <laughs> yeah you've been working on this for how long you said four years yeah um this project band started out as like a solo act in 20 16 2017 and it took two years to kind of master and mix like an ep that we put out we ended up putting out in like 2018 and i was getting frustrated with the slowness of that process because we were doing it completely for free just with what we knew uh yeah. during that time i started recording these these tracks that were influenced by more drowny or ambient or movie soundtracks yeah that's what i got my first impression i like turned to him i was like this is very cinematic i feel like this is a movie i'm my mind works that way where i'm just like i, I I picture a movie and it was easy with this track so yeah i definitely want to eat some like maybe magic mushrooms and listen to it again <laughs> would the first part of that track like really give you a bad trip with mushrooms uh maybe most people but i would i would I would, <laughs> I would have a bad trip but that's yeah. I, but also, there's only one way to find it i'm stoked so i just am always in having a bad trip <laughs> <laughs> it's called life it's life it's <laughs> fucking gets you real high what do you need to have a good trip me yeah like a entomans cake every day oh yeah She's yeah sweet like, Sally over here. yes i drink a lot of coffee i snack on a lot of sweets but i already i already ate a lot of sweets before i got sober so it's really just doubled i mean everyone needs advice yeah. that's true i just don't want to be on the highway that i'm on to diabetes but i'm working through it fucking that's the thing but on my insides are Away. <laughs> you just feel awful all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> Am I just interviewing you now? <laughs> Tip, dude, this is the easiest one I've done. <laughs> We're the two chattiest ones. I was like, it's fine. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine. We're chatty. But you know, I don't feel awful all the time, just like a lot of the time. <laughs> it's cool. It costs um, to be sober. Yeah, I just drink a lot of Essentia water to balance it out. Tums. Shout out Essentia. I'd love to get sponsored, but I'm not serious enough to be sponsored by a company like Essentia. I mean, you could you can talk shit about them for not sponsoring you. This is a Canadian show. It probably will take a couple of years before That's anyone picks up on. Yeah. Fuck you, Essentia. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. It's so real. <laughs> like I said, shout out Essentia. Yeah, no, I really <laughs> love them. I really, it's such good water. It was why. <laughs> <laughs> Put your Fiji down. So, so yeah, the first part of the song. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So that one was uh, a combination of things. It was the first thing I recorded on that piano. It was um a a guy I was working with was also was living with a bunch of electronic musicians, and they had this piano they didn't really take care of. They're all moving out. And they put on the gear trading page, the local gear trading page on Facebook. You're like, please take this piano or it'll be uh, curbed. And uh, I wanted a piano. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, it cost me the price of a moving truck and some booze and like baked goods for my friends. Nice. How did you get yeah. it to your also, house? Also, is this like a full-size grand piano? Yeah, like, what are we talking about? No, no, that would be sick. That would be tight. Yeah, yeah I was really like, for that. 
yeah my parents had one of those like that like had been just left in the house uh, like growing yeah, up and like it, it was yeah and it was rarely in tune but like that shit was so lavish looking uh, it was like it was the best piece in our house it was like not ours but it made us look way fancier than we were so I yeah know. uh ours is like a just an apartment size upright okay yeah one of the one of the ways that we've gotten this kind of sound of piano on the on the piece you've listened to and some of the other pieces that uh we're putting out or have already for this show um it's just from having like a like a shore 58 mic right. um but i didn't have a good enough preamp so i had to like amp up the gain and try and compensate with a shitload of like overdrive and and uh reverb just try and cover the the garbage sound of <laughs> like a, a, a over hot mic. Um, a man's crash. It's an art. Mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, it sounds really cool. I like what you do. Gracias, gracias. Yeah. The uh, the piano actually on its face. There's like a face piece that has like a coffee ring mark on it, like a circle mark, and it would like my partner was trying to figure out for the longest time, like how the hell did they get a drink with it. So they just stick a drink to the front of it yeah. and she and she never asked me this and i was like oh yeah you can just take the front off oh <laughs> so I just use that as a table yeah i wouldn't have known that either it's... yeah just like uh, festering in my mind for like weeks how the hell did you yeah i when i first got it it took a while to get used to the intricacies of what will cause it to fall apart. Like one of their, like the pieces of one leg would fall over if you tapped one end. Oh. Uh, what what note would cause the keys to stick and how quickly could I pull the key up before I need to play it again? <laughs> we had like one, one time in the last four years, uh, a piano tech come in to fix it. And he did a great job of tuning. He even like filed down some of the, uh, some of the keys so they wouldn't stick as much. Um, but you know, it's been four years and this has been a sticky as hell summer. So yeah. like the humidity would definitely fuck it up. Was he like, just throw this thing away? <laughs> I mean, his, his point of view was this is good to practice and learn on, but not for recording. And I was like, fuck that, man. Like another <laughs> piano. Yeah. The weirder the better. It didn't sound true. pristine. No. Kayla's always got a different set of keys with their own special, yeah. you know, issues. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Keys are like special. Are you guys, when you guys record, are you doing it entirely off the floor or are some of them isolated? Like in the recordings that are out or in your your, your out, upcoming record you're working on? We did everything live except Emily is in a booth. Well, but we're all, it's live. Like we're all going yeah. at the same time every take we do together. Yeah. But okay. I'm just in a slightly separate room with a window and I can see everyone. Yeah. So can you guys like uh on the band side, Dom, can you just see her wailing in the other room? <laughs> it's it's so great. They like okay. me in there because I can't touch any of them. So. <laughs> but you have a lovely voice and there's always like effects on it and it's just isolated anyway. It sounds really awesome. I wish you'd like just had like reverb all the time, like when you want it. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> like some delay. A little delay. That would be sick. Karaoke. Yeah, it would be different. <laughs> it would be very different. I saw in the park like what like a vocalist who was like singing all by herself and she had all these vocal pedals. And I've never used a vocal pedal once in my life. But I was like watching this girl have the time of her life. And I was like, that looks fun. I don't think we would do it. It's not really our sound. But I just thought like that looked really fun. I've never played with one of those. Yeah, that's visually cool. impressive. Like that was even true of uh what was the <laughs> I was gonna say Bobby McFerrin. Like, do you ever, <laughs> you ever seen those live videos of him like 
like ripping this song called like fast car where he just holds the mic up to his neck and is what uh he's just holding the mic up to his neck and he does this like overdriven bass line oh that's amazing yeah so, yeah that's like, that's something just, like that that's yeah, just that's a cool, cool thing to yeah yeah makes weird sounds anywhere man yeah again <laughs> not our vibe but i do think i mean i'm getting funny. some ideas to be had in that. yeah oh my god hi sorry little puppy oh dom has a little puppy his name is kevin he's very fresh to the earth <laughs> he is. I would have him come say hi, but he's going fucking deep. Yeah. Long. Also, it's a podcast, so like nobody's gonna be able to see him anyway. Well, yes, uh, I know. I know. There's sound effects. There's sound, yeah, like, really. They, oh, here he is. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna bring him to space. Head. See him. He's is he so like a little sausage. Yeah. I just get rid of space. It was your idea. He oh, loves. And I was like, I was hoping we could just. I don't know. Here, let me do it. Sorry, let's get back to the conversation. I'm just trying to keep it back like, into the space and like disappearing. Are you just using their their own like template stuff, or did you download that just space? Here? No, no, no. I, we didn't take. I would laugh forever if you took time out of your day to download <laughs> this before we started this. No, we're stuck in space, my dude. This right. is it. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Honestly, and like you saw Kevin's ear, which is all that matters. Um, yeah. Orbit. What's um what's coming up soon? This one this one will come out probably on Monday. So if you want to plug something that's coming up. Oh, perfect. Well, we have a show on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, at the Broadway, uh, with Hello Mary and uh, Secret Guests. Can we say it? comes out Monday. That's true. And this is in Canada. We're playing. Yeah. Can we? Yeah, you can say anything. I don't give. All right. Cool. <laughs> Great. We're playing with Sunflower Bean and uh. Hello, Mary. Oh, so they're like, where, where, like, do you have a contract or something over there where you can't say who's supposed to be playing? It's not even, it's just more like a. They're going by a different name. I don't know. It's why. Be, well, it's because it's a smaller venue. So, like, yeah. they, it would have, it's a small capacity venue. So, yeah, it, there would have been no space. And there's only, it's like a, like, limited at like 200 tickets or something. Yeah. That's it. Julia posted it. So, I think it's okay. So, Did Julia posted it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is uh yeah we have that and then um I'm trying to think of what else we're playing it elsewhere october, oh, yeah. 6th, october 6th with gym shorts nice yeah um All in Brooklyn. i just we gotta dude, get up to i just saw it because we played else like elsewhere like i had never played at elsewhere before and when we did the frequency stream that was the first time i'd ever even been in elsewhere not only i haven't even seen a show there it's a great venue with like huge like different stages like all it's like a labyrinth this venue is like really <laughs> wild <clears throat> but uh i just yeah this is my first time ever playing there like with a crowd also i've only ever been inside of zone one once it's wait zone one zone one is okay. like the small it's the smaller not the big stage oh, it's yeah. smaller it's like berlin nightclub really cool. yeah, stage yeah. It's like all you black know. brick walls. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> and there's like the walls all light up. It's fun. I like elsewhere. It's cool. There's yeah. also like 50 security guards per entrance. So it's very professional. Good luck sneaking your vodka in there. Eighteen <laughs> plus. <laughs> I meant to actually ask how. Um, so like at the time of uh, of frequency, we were at least in Ontario. Every province in Canada. Has, has had its own like very slow reopening phase and we're moving at a slower rate from the US. Like we got vaccines much slower than you guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it was like, I got one and then I was going to have to wait four months for my second one. Damn. Whoa. Four months. Yeah, yeah that changed. Um, so our, I don't know how much you know about Canadian politics, but our 
our equivalent of a governor is called premier and um he our our guy in ontario is an is an outright piece of shit he's the brother of the crack smoking mayor of toronto um yeah yeah. (laughs) he had some very staunch like rules about not not um invoking paid sick leave and then um yeah the the 13 a 13 year old girl whose father was working in factories and was not able to take time off caught covid and died and after that is when stuff started becoming available to the larger citizenship like a much faster rate should not take that no um and that's the downer moment for this episode (laughs) well i'm glad to know but like it's fucking terrifying do you guys have vaxxers sorry do you guys have anti-vaxxers oh yeah absolutely everywhere yeah yeah everybody yeah i just feel like that's smart i don't know that's not true i'm like you gotta be smarter than us right yeah that's where i'm coming well no we we have like a number of people who generally follow the same internet influencer that would um have like a capital connection to anti-vaxxing or like big natural as opposed to like big pharma like you can use you can use the issues with pharmaceutical industry to sell your lifestyle or your waypoint um through like an anti-vaxxer movement and that does have legs in ontario and in canada it's not as prominent because for all of its problems we do have a stronger healthcare system like absolutely the issue I have with it is that it's it's even though it's mandated, it's still technically run by a corporation. It's uh, and provincially um, very easy to cut funding to. This is really good to know because over like on this side of things, I feel like most of the conversation is like, God, wouldn't it be amazing to have the perfect like Canadian healthcare situation? But it's yeah. like there, nothing is perfect anywhere. Right. Like, yeah. Like the NHS in the UK would be a much like it would be a more ideal situation. Um, and that itself has its own problems, but like, yeah, like we had a major, we have a liberal government, which is conservative for the most part. Like Justin Trudeau is very big on his image mm-hmm. as a feminist, but his feminism applies to 40 year old white ladies who yep. will probably refuse the vaccine, but still vote for him. Oh my God. I'm so backwards. Yeah. So we have an election coming up and there's, um, there's movement towards the, the other parties. Like we have, we have like a fucking like large number of parties that you can vote for but it's widely considered a three party or if you're in a if you're in um quebec a four-party system like quebec has a separatist movement that uh is relatively right-wing on a lot of a lot of policies called the bloc quebecois which when i had a like a mock election in high school i was the only one who got a tab that said bloc quebecois that wasn't crossed out because we can't vote for them in ontario like Obviously, no one's running for them. So I used that freedom, and I voted for Bloc Québécois. Yes! <laughs> Tenth grade, 15 years old, separatist movement. Damn. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a tangent. I can't remember where I was going with that, but... No, this is no, no, yeah, great. I'm, it's informative as well for me, which is nice. No, we were ta- no it makes sense, because we were talking about shows and like kind of like a slower opening in Canada right now oh, yeah. for for performances i know kevin um but yeah no it's it's i'm i'm very scared i'm skeptical and scared about things that we have planned for the next few months you know i don't yeah. uh, it's tough i also know like a few bands like that have had to like not like you know oh, who we played with at frequency pom-pom squad like talking to them like they've oh did they just cancel yeah, yeah yeah like the, one of their tours like not a thing anymore uh it's it's i know so it's like people are trying like a lot of the rescheduled tours that are supposed to happen, you know, now or in the fall, or also still getting pushed back. 
it's just tough to say. Um, is that because the Delta in the U.S. or are you talking about crossing the border? I, I, no, I think, oh, that's it. I mean, it could be both of those things, to be honest, because I think. We just want to play. We're, I know, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that one was a U.S. tour. So I think that had to do more with Delta. I'm not really positive, but um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy that we're playing. I mean, we're playing shows the next couple months. What we have is like is pretty local stuff. So I feel pretty safe about those things. Yeah, but, and the show on Tuesday is uh, it's Broadway. The capacity is definitely over whatever ticket sales are going to be. They they lowered it. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. everyone's taking their steps. It's and, safe. But yeah, it's it's. But of course, we'd like to just like go places now and yeah. just do shit <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel that we had um, we as a band, we had our first show on Leap Day like last year nice. and we were like, all right, what's our next show? Here's our date. And then yeah. I was on like a little like I I, uh, I was away from like Internet for a while. And so I came back and was like, oh, damn, our numbers are going up. And then everything locked down like the next day. Uh. I mean, I could imagine when it's safe, like when you guys personally feel safe, I think you would actually have an easier time crossing the border. I think right now Canada's border is open to U.S. travelers. Nice. Um, whereas into the U.S., it's based on uh, like essential status. Right. So like if you have to travel to the U.S. for work or for like maybe a funeral or, or a wet, I don't know, but I don't think a wedding would count, but certain things may actually allow you to travel to the U.S. So. Yeah. Nothing too fun, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Only funerals. No celebrations. <laughs> funerals and work. Yeah. No getting married on my watch. But yeah, no, we, Canada would be very fun. I'd like to go. I'd like to experience uh, something outside been. of Stratford Shakespeare Festival. Not that that wasn't <laughs> amazing. Actually, can we play Stratford Shakespeare Festival? I don't oh, think for... they, it's not our vibe. Yeah. But I really would like to hit it again. If we are in Canada around that time, ever... <laughs> To play shows, I'm gonna take all of you to Stratford Shakespeare Festival, and you're gonna fucking see every show. You're gonna somehow make sure we're gonna. That we're gonna oh yeah, we're gonna watch Taming of the Shrew six times in a row. In the breaks, you can go see the Swans. Yes. Oh, cool. They have Swans. That's the other the yeah. other guy. Yeah. They have fun shit there. There's a guy. There was I have a picture of like a I mean, guy on stilts that just walks around on stilts. And he's fun. He was, like, it's nothing shit. to do with the festival. He just lives there. Oh, he's just. <laughs> <laughs> he's just He's just a man. Actually, they're probably not stilts. He's just a big guy. So he's just never been understood. You were just a yeah. You were just a child. He hangs like, out at Stratford Shakespeare Festival because he's like I feel less, you know, looked at here. Like you know, he's like I work he's here. Hide, he's hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Well, for one thing, there are a lot of places you could probably book a show in Toronto, and then Ontario has a number of places. Like Canada isn't as densely populated as the U.S., so yeah. like you you wouldn't like play small towns, say between. Like, let's say between where you are in Boston, uh, you don't have as much of an equivalent here, but university towns like Guelph, um, Hamilton, uh, St. Catharines, and that that's in Ontario alone, but they have their own kind of like audience. And oh, I love that. Yeah, we got to get out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just, just come in. Let me know. I can go to see the show. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah we can hang out in person. Yeah, we're going to hit the college towns. I'm gonna, you're going to do, you're going to have 40s. You guys are going to drink 40s. We're going <laughs> to cut loose. Ow, Captain. <laughs> Sorry, he's very rambunctious right now. But yeah, no, that would be very fun. Yeah, I'd love to see a show where the guitar is playing with 40 hands. Yes, <laughs> that would be sick. You tape them. Don't give him any ideas. Don't, yeah, <laughs> Inkley will love that. If you dared him to do it, he'd probably do it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, show's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> 
they actually had like i think one of the the like dirtiest shows that i'd been to at guelph they had like metric um playing in the, the university center basement and it would not be good during this period of time but <laughs> there was not a global pandemic it was um it was like what well, like almost like a gym but like a low ceiling oh. gym and you're all just crammed you cannot like if you if you're one of those people like me who awkwardly stands still and just like <laughs> <laughs> no that's my vibe too it's like i think about that all the time because like if there's if we have a rowdy crowd which i love still i'm like man i'm so happy that i'm here because i would so not be doing that if i was out <laughs> i stand in the back of I'm, I'm a room also. when i'm jumping around yeah i like to stand right in front yeah like friends bands. no for friends bands that's different but i mean like if i'm spectating like a band that i really like i stand in the back oh uh, you're right still for the most part and you know i'm shy about the movement in a crowded space that's just me yeah it's scary also um yeah it's just i don't know my knees are weak i don't have the moshing in me anymore <laughs> i can't do it no no yoga on your off time oh god no oh my god i'm lucky if i walk anywhere at all or stand up in the morning no yoga for me thank you okay just just get a pair of pants and like install like some like little chair stands on them so you yeah. can turn your butt into a seat that's a thing they do sell those that's that's a market that's it's a thing oh fuck They're, i thought i was being original <laughs> you are in a way too because it's it's a bit it's not a popular device but i i did hear that 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 is a thing um sure i don't know if it's like a you know like for sale everywhere i've definitely never seen it in the wild it's but no you know what it is it's like stilts it's like it's kind of like like something that you like lean on i don't know if it's a full-blown chair oh i think i know yeah whatever well we're gonna buy one or yeah. two as soon as this is over yeah we're gonna go on amazon <laughs> just kidding uh, <laughs> no my my uh bandmate gene just hopped on actually i just wanted to give him a Gene, can you hear me right now? Yes. Hi. How are you guys doing? Oh, hey. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. I don't know if you can see me or not. I'm on uh, Wi-Fi in the backyard. I don't know if it's oh, working, it's, but it's oh, your okay. off. <laughs> so I see your name. I think, well, that, that's, that's the that's best it. part of me, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you guys doing? Oh, we're great. We're just having good chats. We've covered so much Canadian healthcare, uh, chair pants. Uh, we've been, we've been, you know, through water. water. Yeah. Brands of water. <laughs> we've done a lot of plugs in this show. I got to email these companies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We got to get permission from Essentia. No, I just want money. Oh yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah, free. See, I just always assume I'm in the wrong. <laughs> right. Asking yeah. For money. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? I know what I heard recently that, that uh, the dude from, I told you, sorry, the dude from France, Ferdinand, is a landlord of someone's building, I think, that I know. In oh, Green, yeah. In Greenpoint, which is pretty wild. It's pretty funny to think about. Hey, man, music doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa. This is the singer or this is the. I think so. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty certain it's, yeah, pretty sure it's the singer. Imagine him dan- like demanding rent in his vocal style. Oh, I hope Like so. he can, he can I... only talk like that. Oh, I would, yeah, I would be such a pain in the ass of a tenant in that building. I would be making so many jokes. I would sing everything to him he like lives upstairs and that's all you hear all yeah day. i would just i would just blare one song i'd, I'd blare take me out by franz ferdinand for like eight <laughs> hours in the middle of the night you could just turn on an alternative radio station in canada <laughs> that's basically what they do i just smoke him out of there you know it's a great song it is a great song but probably not for eight hours nothing, nothing is hours. a great song yeah except for like enya 
No, dude. Yeah, man, well, that's relaxing. Actually, I, I think. Are you Sail Away or the Lord of the Rings song? Ooh, oh, Sail Away would make me lose my mind for eight hours. I would sail away mentally and <laughs> be taken to a local. Disassociate. <laughs> I, would, I would not be sail myself. Away. Come sail away. Come sail away. That's not the annual one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm singing a different song. Oh, okay. It's like Tourette's. I have Tourette's where like I go down a different, it's, it's, I think it's real. I'd say that jokingly, but a, one doctor did say to me, you might have, which I never looked into. I never followed up, but I'm still doing okay. So I think we're okay here for the most part. But yeah, my, my song tangents, they spiral. One after another. One after another. And they'll get really upset at me. Or like when they tune their instruments. <laughs> like every time it would like really aggravate them. Like in practice on stage. Like everywhere. Yeah. Uh, does the song Goldeneye by Tina Turner mean anything to either of you guys? I love Tina Turner with my whole heart. So um So she did the theme to the Bond movie in like ninety yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how often how often it happens out, out in your or your neck of the woods, but like we get a lot of just like older acoustic dudes doing covers of like soft songs and like Tina Turner's big hits mixed with like oh. high and dry. And if they, if for one, one damn time they could play Goldeneye acoustically. Yeah. I don't play that acoustically. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. That's amazing. Wait, yeah, let's give it a shot. Acoustic <laughs> Tina Turner covers. People do this. That's I. It's a thing. Yeah, but they, if they did Goldeneye, I would stand up for my dinner. I would give <laughs> give them two hundred dollars <laughs> on the spot. Dude, all the Bond jams. I bet I can find some guys. Like, like acoustic set of all the Bond jams. Gold finger. Remember, this is two hundred Canadian dollars. So your buddy is not getting that much money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you had pitched this idea to me first because I, I could have, you know, worked with this. And now I feel like I'm going to be stealing the idea. <laughs> if you can record it, we'll get in one of the upcoming episodes, Gene. We there can you see you taking off. Yeah. Look at I'm that. In the woods. Foliage. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your influences are as musicians or influence you to play whatever it is you play in the band that you are in. Yeah, um, let's see, who are our influences? Because we all have different influences, which is what I think is kind of funny when we came together. Because what did Butts said he wanted to, oh yeah, when like we started the band uh, originally or just like jamming, uh, our drummer, who we call Butts, his name is Zach also. We have two Zachs in the band, guitar and drums. But Zach Butts is on the drums. And he was like, I just want to, because he has another band called The Mystery Lights and he plays like, you know, with them and like has that style and he was like when i come in with this band i want to drum like the mets so for him i know he's not here but like he loves like it's mets yeah it's mets. yeah would say that in system of a down system of a down too but uh <laughs> i think uh at least for me i don't know who my influence is so this. many yeah it's like so. abba and ozzy osbourne ozzy osbourne <laughs> is a big one for me ozzy osbourne tina turner speak of the devil um and uh yeah i think and you know i i feel like that's great we, we connected on ozzy for sure 
uh, yeah, Ozzy's a big one for me. I was briefly in an Ozzy Osbourne cover band. It was short-lived. How many songs did you get through at that time? A lot. We, we played a Halloween show last year in New Jersey for like all of these, like, I mean, it was, it was a lot of people. It was still, this was when shows were not really like a thing yet still. Mm-hmm. And it was like in a graveyard uh, in New Jersey. And it was fascinating. I think it was all men over the age <laughs> of 50. I'm certain like vast, like a field, like a cornfield's length of 50 year old New Jersey men <clears throat> with beards. And they loved it. We played like 10, we played some Black Sabbath, some Ozzy. Uh, solo stuff but yeah that, that was gonna be my next question was like the wizard on there at all or was it primarily yeah. like crazy train and mom i'm coming home no kinda? no we had a little bit we had over the mountain on there we had like uh like you know uh let me see. There were some cuts. deep cuts uh not really that deep but still i'm trying to think of what else we did uh there were a bunch i don't know it was a while ago what did we want to do we wanted to cover Mama, I'm coming yeah, home. Yeah, we want to cover Mama, I'm coming home, I think, soon. Just to have. <laughs> and Dom, you kind of dodged the the generic question. Oh, I mean, my man, my personal influences are all, all over the place. Yeah, I love Finn Lizzy. I love pop music. I love uh, Taylor Swift. Yes. Not a joke. No, he loves, <laughs> he loves T-Swift. I really do like everything. I, or I can usually find something in something, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't think everything is always bad. I think my only note is like usually for me is that like I I can't. My boyfriend gets really annoyed because he likes to listen to a bunch of. Oh, well, he'd be a very different taste, but like he gets annoyed because I can't listen to anything without some vocals, and it's like it's just not. I yeah, just need it. He's an a little boy. bit, yeah, and like he's got the whole like you know uh, with the noises and the what can, <laughs> what's the genre? What's the, what are we talking here? It's like it sounds like a little like a little bit of water is dripping, and then it's like oh, drums, 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 water. <laughs> modular synth stuff or are you talking like john cage <laughs> john cage no um i don't know how to describe it because i don't listen to it so it's like i'm so uneducated on <laughs> i like, have no fucking idea what it is but john cage i love it silent score <laughs> the silent john cage. i saw i saw john cage exhibit at the moma i had a great time cultured. i'm very cultured not at all dude it's it's rough i had like microwave chicken nuggets until i was 20 so i'm still working through my cultured palates in all senses and that was my university diet was that that and like that that round kind of squiggly pasta oh yeah fusilli yeah yeah, i think it was fusilli yeah yeah. it was that that and baked chicken nuggets and it was like a stir fry that was called like california style but I didn't, I didn't fry anything at the time. So I just boiled it and the broccoli would just like dismantle itself. It was already oh. cooked and frozen. It was disgusting. That's California style. <laughs> I'm bad. Dude, I get, mine is, I still, I have Red Baron is the company name. It's just a man, not a box. Like I'm pretty sure he's wearing a hat. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, yeah, I don't know if it's a thing in Canada, but it's a, it's not even really a thing here, but I find it at the grocery stores. It's like a nice, perfect crust, frozen pizza. Not too thick, not too thin. Gets you right where you need to be. I didn't know Red Baron was good. It's very good. I, I, I tried Newman's own after having a Red Baron. I was like, yeah. My frozen pizza. Sometimes I just don't want to see the, everybody, you know, I want to be at home. That's Everybody's out, you know, got to stay in. That's true. Stay, stay home, stay safe. That's what they're saying these days. And I'm following the rules. Daddy hates the club. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not to go on the frozen pizza tangent, but I've had some frozen pizzas that are literally like a giant lunchable. And it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Cracker with sauce on it. Thank you. Next. 
California. That's style. an Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, California boiled <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Yes. I don't know about you guys, but I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm starving. starving. <laughs> I think, <laughs> all right, guys. I think um, I think this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I, was, I appreciate you in- interviewing each other as well. Do you actually like? I I try to search uh, Bandcamp for your page. Where where can people buy oh, your music? <laughs> we don't have a Bandcamp, but we are going to make that happen very soon. Very very soon. Again, like it all started. The band very much started as a laxed thing that we were not really going to do except for fun. And now we're like, oh, shit, there's all these things that we should do because we do take it seriously. Yeah. Now. Uh, so, yes, band camp. Yes, very soon. We should do it today. Yeah, we could do it after lunch. Yeah, after, after lunch. California after after California. <laughs> <laughs> is it on YouTube, by the way? I didn't check that yet. Oh, uh, it's it's in the music videos on YouTube. So. Are, are we talking about uh, crazy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A- excellent video, by the way. It was <laughs> so entertaining and just amazing. Thank you. Yeah, we just did with a friend. Yeah. Um, which was fun. That was a lot of fun. That one was fun. Yeah. It's a it's a lot of fun to listen to and watch. So really well done. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Yeah, anytime you can drive little kid cars on a basketball court. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I imagine so. Taylor Swift, that was the day where I really figured out how much he loves Taylor Swift. We drove <laughs> to New Jersey. I don't know what our connection is with New Jersey all the time, but we drove there to get these kids' cars because we found them. And we just wanted to play with them for like a day. We found them online, and this guy who was like, who was going through a divorce, it was like a whole emotional thing, was like, was getting rid of these cars, and he was like, just take them. He's like, I'm back with my parents. They're, they're taking up space in the house. So we went out there to get him. He was listening to, he was like showing me a bunch of Taylor Swift the whole way there. It was the most <laughs> adventurous day I've ever had. And we came deep back cuts. with these deep cuts and they were, all right, I'll say, they were ripping. I'll, I'll put, I, I was not a fan before, but I had seen the light um, for sure. But yeah, we brought those back and then we just played with them in a basketball court for like a day. It was extremely fun. Yeah, it was very, very fun. Our drummer had not slept. <laughs> You had to hold yourself up on that hoop for a long time. Yeah. I never asked him, like, how towering was that? Oh, here I go. Interviewing it's good. Well, I didn't have to look at, I didn't have to look at the ground because I was facing up. So it was easy. But yeah, um, I didn't know I had any form of upper body strength. So <laughs> everyone learned something that day. <laughs> it was a good day. Awesome. This has been really great. Like, thanks a lot, guys, for coming on. Thank you yeah, for having you. us. This is great. Well, and uh, I'll, I'm looking forward to hearing. Uh, to found you and we did, we, through frequency and that every time I die, I couldn't play the show. And then we play <laughs> it instead. Oh, yeah. Frequency, because shit was closed down. It was actually, it hit me up one point early on watching a band play. I was like, I have not seen this in well over a year. Yeah. Like it actually hit me how much I missed being in a, even in a shitty place watching like a friend's bar, like a friend's band that I didn't like, like <laughs> that wasn't the experience at all. But like it, it touched, it touched on like a significant nostalgia yeah. while also pulling together some rockin' bands and hilarious podcasts. So um, I'm happy I got to hear you guys and yeah. reach out to y'all from there. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for having us, you guys. What are you looking at right now? 
I doodle. It's like um, it's like a way to, I don't know, my brain needs something to be consumed by or something. I don't know. I think I think I meet a lot of the criteria for like ADD. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's like uh, I've always done that, like in, in school or in like lectures or like or whatever. Like even if I'm listening completely, like I'm also like doodling. I think it like I don't know how to explain it. It's like my mind has like a certain bandwidth that always has to be like something has to be flowing at all times. Like that bandwidth needs to be used. And so like if if like doing this podcast, for example, and talking to you guys doesn't take up like you know, maybe it takes up half the bandwidth or something. I need, I need something else to like fill that other bandwidth with, like keep me on track. It's like, I don't know. It's like, if I, if I wasn't doodling, I would, it would be more difficult for me to like concentrate in general in, in situations like this. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Uh, I think you described it fairly well. I fight the compulsion to like, even when I'm in very serious meetings, I fight the compulsion to look at my phone. And it was a habit that I was able to like work on and it was in person, but because we're doing all this shit on zoom, it's incredibly easy for me to act as if like, I am not on camera at any point in any time, unless I'm, there's nothing in front of me. Like I, I, it's not the same thing, but I can understand having certain habits that would assist in being able to focus. Yeah. If, if I wasn't doodling, I would have this like, sort of like um, restless energy that that's not being used. And so then maybe that would like manifest in something else, like me being more fidgety or like me sort of getting lost in like some completely different thought in my head while something else is going on. So it's like a, it's like a coping mechanism, but it's not like, it's not a, it's not an intentional coping mechanism. Like I'm not doing it with like, with like a, with any like forethought it just like it just happens and it so it, it also so happens to be like a good coping mechanism i guess even though i'm not doing it on purpose i think yeah yeah no i uh this just is like one of those little notes to myself when i'm editing i actually kind of like that part you just said anish i'm probably going to use this as like your little introduction <laughs> i think i have ADD guys <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's, I think it actually, like the way you just sort of described yourself, something you do kind of sets like a interesting tone, interesting character trait. Sure. So um, if you want to get any slurs out of the way, you can say them now and uh, <laughs> tell, uh, say like, whoa, a niche, and it'll have um, just a string of bleeps. Yeah. I don't want to get canceled, guys. It's okay. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the other day that like, um, like everybody makes jokes about cancel culture, but like, um, and like, obviously there's, I mean, in my opinion, there's like, you know, big problems with it. But I was thinking, it's funny that like, it must be also kind of liberating in a sense to be quote unquote canceled. Cause then like, like you don't have to worry about being canceled. Everyone, <laughs> canceled. everybody knows I'm a piece of shit. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anish, what'd you think? Of the, uh, of the music. For me, like I'd, I'd like to describe it as like very atmospheric. Um, kind of reminded me of um, like a movie soundtrack. It was like very um, the beginning of it. Like felt like it was very um, like eerie or like something like weird was going on. And like a, I guess if you look at look at it through like a storytelling lens, felt very exploratory. What do you mean by that? Like um, like for me, while I was listening to it, I was like picturing like I was almost like watching a movie, and it 
for me, it would it would have been like um like a scene where like you're exploring like this new a new world or like a new vantage or just a new new environment or something. It felt like maybe like maybe like three different sort of this is just my my opinion, like three different like songs kind of like like the feelings for me like changed maybe like three like three times and I I think around like five minutes it was like it was the first time it felt different for me and that was actually like my favorite part of it like the you know, like five to like like seven and a half I would say there was like um I guess I like this uh sounded like a, a bass guitar and I, I like I really liked it and it sounded like there was like some vocals I think was that the part and, with the backbeat yeah. like I'm not sure I'm not sure um perhaps I uh and then I guess that um yeah five to like maybe seven and a half eight minutes was my favorite part and um and then I think uh, towards the end I think there's like another transition I think uh I'm not that great with instruments but it sounded like maybe like a like some sort of like drum or like a snare drum or or something I don't know but uh yeah it was very very cool very atmospheric ambient yeah 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 I enjoyed I enjoyed listening to it it was cool yeah for some reason for me it was very like i don't know maybe because that's like the industry i work in but it's like or maybe i'm just very visual so like when i'm listening to something i'm also like picturing something and so for me it was very like yeah very exploratory did you get any sort of specific imagery kind of conjure up while listening to the track yeah like um i mean like i really like sci-fi it's my kind of I guess, favorite genre so very like blade runnery um yeah maybe like dystopian like sort of like cyberpunk environments for me like that's kind of what i'm what i'm picturing um maybe not so sci-fi but like i could almost see this being in like a christopher nolan movie like this like as a like a, a soundtrack and like the background or something like i don't know if that makes any sense but it doesn't <laughs> go into it deeper <laughs> i think that's as deep as i can get i, I just like what you know, nolan movie <clears throat> nolan, hmm, i don't know if like um and do you mean that as a compliment Definitely. He's like probably one of my, my favorite, uh, favorite directors. Um, I don't know, like um, Christopher Nolan did Interstellar, right? Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Like, so like a movie like that, um, or maybe not Christopher Nolan, but like, uh, like the most recent, like Blade Runner with, I guess, what's his name? Dennis V something. La Villeneuve? Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, like yeah. a movie like that. Like I could, I could see this being part of that sort of movie soundtrack, but that's again, my, non-expert opinion. <laughs> I love that interpretation though, because a lot of the time when I'm composing, I'm often thinking about, you know, cool films, especially some silent films or films that have, you know, long parts without any dialogue and they're filled in with, you know, noise or music or sounds, whatever. And uh, I wish I had the patience to, you know, compose a piece that was longer than two or three minutes. Uh, so. <laughs> But I, I like your interpretation of kind of seeing uh, seeing those sounds in a movie. Yeah, Gene, your piece was um, it was kind of broken up, but it kind of bookended what would have been the song from this episode. So, and each for context, Gene wrote um, a part featuring the episode that has like a very, I want to say like surf kind of guitar and a very like uh, slow backbeat. Uh, and I just imagined um, like a hazy poorly lit hotel in Miami <laughs> I used that I used that for transitions because I thought I, I loved it and it sounded so different from the first part in the main part yeah like if you're walking into a room and something entirely different is taking place 
like you're not you're not far off with sci-fi uh the first first song featured in the episode and probably the most terrifying uh piece i had just gotten that uh that piano that we have in uh, in our apartment uh, and i got it from another hard house guy um who was about to curb it so we got it for free um and i didn't know how to play but i wanted to record something so various hard hitting sounds are like me turning the mic up very loud and like walking around the apartment knocking against the wood of the piano and like closing the piano's lid quite hard there's like a very deep chord that is stretched and there's a like the the bass on that chord is turned up it's like uh significant like that that kind of formed the back bass for that and i was listening to like the alien soundtrack a lot at the time which i think kind of bled into the um the guitar line there's like that sound, there's like that shot of like the ship off in distant space. And there's a, a very like lonely echoey instrument. I think it's actually a violins or something, but, or maybe a theremin, but I, yeah, I went straight to rip off that piece of music for that, uh, that opening, opening joint. That's, that's funny. Cause like, that's like precisely the kind of visual that like I was kind of getting when I was listening to, to it. Like, yeah. Nice. So I made you think of the better movie. <laughs> No, I, I got to do a quick sidebar, Anish, because you mentioned Bill Um, Are you a fan of the original uh, Dune film, or are you uh, looking forward to this new one, or both? Oh, absolutely both. I am uh, a fan of the original. I like. I've read like four of the books. I watched that like <laughs> shitty now in retrospect, but like that science sci-fi channel, like three-part miniseries like back in the day like I don't know around <laughs> 2000 and like yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to um the new movie like if, if he does if he does for Dune what he did with Blade Runner like that'd be fucking amazing yeah, yeah. but yeah um, I, I'm a huge fan of Lynch's Dune and I feel like now that's two people that like it so that's good I, including Lynch himself so yeah I I definitely like I appreciate like the original movie I think it's it's like a it's a hard sell for people that aren't into like either Dune already or like uh, sci-fi, but because like I I kind of just like the whole the whole like world of Dune, yeah, uh, the universe of Dune or whatever, like kind of like anything anything to do with Dune, like I I, I really like. So yeah, so I do I do like the original movie, but uh, yeah, the it, it it is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. If like um i you only i only know this because i've also read like the first or i've read some some of the books that like the movie just like kind of like jumps from like one thing to another without like um a lot of explanation sometimes and so it's it's, it's yeah. kind of weird like if if you don't know the the if you haven't read the book then that wouldn't it wouldn't be jarring to you but like when you have it's kind of like what's going on um but yeah yeah i don't know yeah to answer your question i do like yeah <laughs> And back, back to the um well back to the the, the new dune movie like um the main character um like paul atreides or whatever he's gonna be played by that uh guy like what's his name like timothy something or i, I actually don't even Shalom? know yeah yeah that guy what's his name is it shalament or like a, is it pronounced ca like a sh or like a cha yeah i don't know clemente <laughs> but that guy like he is like he seems to have like a bit of like a fan base like around him um I don't know. I don't exactly know why. What, what else? What what other movie was this? Is this guy in? I'm just looking this up now. He was in that movie recently where he's like, um, he has a relationship with like an like an older man, and it was like set back in like I don't know, like mid century or something. Oh, was that Call Me by Your Name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that was like critically acclaimed i never watched it um yeah when people tell me about that movie it's one of those like do you ever get it where you're you're you, you say you haven't watched something and somebody like clutches their heart and then they like leave yeah like, oh. definitely <laughs> yeah right, I get i'm sure it's a great movie it's just like the play i guess the whole like premise or the plot doesn't like doesn't jump out at me so like it wouldn't be a movie that like i would gravitate towards i'm like um you know naturally so i guess that's why i should watch it but i'm sure it's a great movie yeah that that director followed it up with like the uh the cold and like visually muted suspiria remake everyone's like, hating on that i enjoyed it because i haven't seen the original i don't feel like i've been personally betrayed by a fucking movie but like uh the the i forgot what i was saying gene go ahead i don't know all right yeah no people yeah <laughs> fuck it move on dune on the sega genesis did either of you guys play that i remember being told that they had doom and i thought it was doom you know where you run around and you shoot martians and then i look at it it's like a top down and you like point tell cars where to go wow okay. yeah it's <laughs> That's that's that story. So you thought it was Doom, but it was Dune, or you thought, thought it was, it was Dune, Dune, and it turned out to not be. Any, no one corrected me, so I just thought it was an entirely different Doom property. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Gene, what what thoughts did you have on the uh, on the piece? Listen, really to enjoyed the way that this one flowed, and uh, there's a, a few really nice moments of just sort of an ambient ringing, and uh, it seems to come in a few times, which I, I really enjoy that. And from a performance perspective, I can see a lot of spots here that we could use for you know transitions and uh i feel like more and more of the episodes i see kind of the uh the on the online what the fuck am i talking about uh, on stage uh promise you know just things that we can translate to actually doing live um and and this one was yeah no exception to that do you think we're gonna need to bring a computer on stage to do a lot of this stuff or do you think uh some of it's actually doable we, we should get an old like windows 3.1 pc and just see what we can run through that that way we get cool points you know if you show up with a new computer you know you don't look as cool what's your source on this well, i'm pretty old and no one ever said i was cool so i feel like i'm an expert in the field i don't know <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to put you on the spot like that but yeah i think i think we can do away get away with using some computer stuff and uh you know loopers and that kind of shit we can we can pull it off yeah Cool, this is going to be the quiet part where we stare at each other. And when we become best friends by the end of this, we'll be like, oh man, I love you guys. You guys are my buddies. I'm happy that we can meet together on Zoom. Now I love you. Love you both. Love you guys so much. We'll find out where you live when I do. <laughs> pow, pow, pow! <laughs> <laughs> Of that whole bit, I think only that end part's going to actually make into the episode. That's what you yeah. think. I've also been recording this, and I'm putting on my <laughs> own version of it, where I sound like the genius. It's like anything a niche says, there's just like a little edit from Gene says, Gene said that. <laughs> Anish. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for taking time out of your evening to do this. No problem, anytime. All right, Gene, I, I don't have to thank you because you're part of the show. Yeah, I also really haven't earned any thanks so that's okay <laughs> <laughs>